Hello, 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 everybody, and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Piece by Piece podcast. Today is May 1st. As you know what May means, ladies, Mother's Day is coming, and we are on our way to hopefully, fingers crossed, cross whatever you need to, some warm weather, some sunshine, some summer nights, just enjoying the breeze just we need some warm weather hopefully everybody is getting uh, vaccinated keeping yourself safe so we can be able to go out and enjoy this quote-unquote hot girl summer (laughs) Um, with mothers that right around the corner um, I wanted to talk about something that I have dealt with I've talked to some of my friends that are moms as well Um, and I guess even to a point, some of um, some of my just I guess question, conversations that I've had with female friends that has turned into conversations that I've had with um, moms as well. Um, so I made a post a couple of weeks ago, and um, the post just said, um, "Why is it that Black women are always judged for having lavish things?" Um, expensive bags, cars, clothes, etc. It said, if sis is not asking you to finance, why does her taste in material possessions matter to you? Um, I took that um, more so from a conversation that I had with a friend. Um, as y'all know, I'm in school. I graduate. Wanted to get myself a graduation gift. And um, I ain't even gonna lie, y'all. Like, I wanted a Louis bag. Like, the bag that I wanted, it wasn't super expensive. I think it was like fifteen hundred. But on one hand, I'm thinking like, Ebony, why are you gonna spend that much for a bag? X, Y, and Z. And then you get people that like you see people walking around with like expensive things. You like, I wonder how she afforded that, and this, this, and that, and X, Y, and Z. And it because it becomes a judgment of someone's finances, not realizing everybody don't fuck off their money. Like you know what I mean. Um, And some of us, like, we start saving months and weeks ahead in order to afford something nice that we like. And even if you do fuck off your money, if how somebody pays their bills don't make you shit, why does it matter? Um, And that conversation about Black women wanting and being able to afford expensive things turned into a conversation about mommy guilt. Um, And when I say mommy guilt... For me, I I really deal with it on a couple of different aspects, and I'm sure a lot of other women do as well. Um, with me thinking about that bag that I wanted to buy myself for graduation, I started thinking about, okay, well, Ebony, why would you spend $1,500 in a bag and you got two kids? Um, it's right around the time that school is about to start up. Are you going to be able to do that and buy all the school clothes and the school supplies? Because we know like all the kids are returning back in person to school this year. Um, at least that's the goal for right now, come August. Um, are you going to be able to do that and still take the kids on their um, trip out of town before school starts? I've kind of started this thing where I want to take the kids on some type of trip before school starts back, just to kind of decompress and get ready for the school year. I've done it. I want to say this is this will be my third year. Um, third or fourth year, I can't remember. Just doing something small with them, taking them out of town just to decompress before school starts. Um, and in my head, I'm just talking myself out of every reason why I can't get this bag, knowing damn well if I, you know what I mean, if I um, 
if I put some stuff to the side right now, like Ebony, you don't need to go to Target. You don't need to go to Bath and Body Works. You don't need to take your ass to Marshalls where you get in trouble. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I put some things on hold right now and manage my finances, take lunch a couple of days for something that I really want, like I can make it happen. But as a mom, um, you think of so many reasons why you can't or why you shouldn't. Because I, I was even out one day and I had on, I think I had on like some, some sweats and some Jordans or something. And my daughter had on, she looked nice. She had her hair in like her puff with her little slick edges. And she had some jeans on, she had some Crocs on. And I looked down, like her Crocs were brand new. Um, she, I, My sister had bought them for her for something, I can't remember. But thinking even like stuff like that, like, oh, like she got on Jordan, her daughter got on Crocs. Like, what's up with that? And this is just me internally thinking about how people are portraying me as a mom um, in public, knowing almost everybody knows my daughter don't like tennis shoes she she considers tennis shoes boy shoes so if she's not wearing sandals or something that got glitter on it or flowers on it or something that light up and damn jojo stewa shoes from target my daughter not wearing it her dad had to learn the lesson he bought her some jordans she wore them jordans probably four times and he was like i'm not wasting my money no more because we know like she is a girly girl to heart she don't like tennis shoes at all the only tennis shoes that she wears consistently, and I hate it, are these cute little, um, they like some little white Reeboks, and they, the Reebok sign is uh, it has glitter on it, and they got a little platform, like a little stack on the shoe. Shoes were super cute, but now they are filthy, and she will not get rid of them. She won't let her brother clean them, nothing. But that's probably the closest pair of tennis shoes that she has, other than her Vans, and every pair of Vans that I bought her. If they're not pink, they got flowers on them one or the other like she's that little girl like she don't like nikes oh i I take that back her cheer shoes and her cheer shoes are all white but obviously she wearing them to cheer so she considered those her cheerleading sneakers um but you know what i'm saying just thinking about like oh i got on jordans and my daughter got on crocs i wonder if people think that you know so i spend more money on myself than i do my kids and we shouldn't think like that because we're moms, you know what I'm saying? We sacrifice day in, day out. We sacrifice sleep, time, money, um, me time, uh, self-care stuff for our children. And not that we're not supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like these are our children, but we deserve to have nice things. We deserve to have a moment of peace. There are some nights that I come home and at nine o'clock I'll close my door. I make sure my kids ate dinner. I make sure they got in the tub. I make sure they're getting ready for bed or they're, you know what I'm saying, entertained, watching a movie or something. But sometimes you need some time to yourself. And that mommy guilt comes in and you start questioning, like, am I a good mom? Like, instead of having some time to myself, should I be watching a movie with my kids? Instead of going to get my nails done, should I go take my kids for ice cream or whatever the case? And realizing that you cannot be a great parent if you are not, um, first of all, self-evaluating, but also getting yourself together, you know what I'm saying, your mental health, um, doing things that are for you, and it seems so selfish, but to take care of little people 24-7, even, I was even having a conversation with a friend, and her kids are older, and you know what I'm saying, like, her kids still depend on her, not, like, financially or anything like that, but just, hey mom what do you think about this and and that's just because of a relationship that she's built with her kids where 
they can come to her day in and day out and they know that mom gonna give them some sound advice she gonna listen she gonna let them vent she gonna give them her perspective and ultimately yes they still have to make their own choices and decisions and different things but no matter how old your kids get you're still a mom you know what i'm saying when your kids turn 18 yeah like you ain't gotta you 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 may not have to financially provide for them but they're still going to come to you for a, a multitude of things you know um and i think for me the other biggest piece of um mommy guilt is um and this is something that i've shared openly um it's just i i used to really have a hard time with knowing that I didn't provide my children with a family um and a family I guess the normality of a family with a mom and dad and two children um with my son's dad it just didn't happen even when I was pregnant we weren't together in a romantic relationship um and I chose to you know what I'm saying I, I made the choice to become involved with him knowing that it wasn't a romantic relationship um, and I ended up getting pregnant, you know what I mean? And obviously you're not thinking about, oh, well, we just doing X, Y, Z, we just doing whatever. I ain't gonna get pregnant. You're not thinking about that. You just out here living, enjoying the moment. Next thing you know, oh, I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Um, and I really dealt with that guilt for a lot of years of knowing that when I had kids, I wanted to have a two-parent household. Um, same thing with my daughter's dad. Um, he's now in a in a relationship with um, my the my daughter's siblings, their mother. And for a long time, it got to me because I felt like, why couldn't I give my daughter that? Um, and not realizing that sometimes as, as women, as men as well, because there are men that, you know what I'm saying, they don't want to have kids um, until they're in a great space and the woman that they're having kids with is going to be their wife. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to have multiple baby mamas or baby fathers or whatever the case. But knowing um, that we don't all go into it, you know what I'm saying? Just wanting to, oh, that's my baby mama and that's my baby mama and that's my baby mama. You know what I mean? Um, But things happen. And for me, I really struggled with the fact that I was a bad mom because I could not give my kids a two-parent household. Um not only with their with their fathers but with um the last person that I dated after um my daughter's dad so we were in a relationship for a good amount of time and he had children I had children and it just seemed like it gelled really well like he helped me to um co-parent I helped him to co-parent our kids got along really well our sons were this same age maybe a year apart our daughters were the same age maybe a year apart um and things just seemed great from a parenting perspective from a co-parenting perspective from a step-parent perspective it just seemed that I was finally going to be able to give my kids what I had been wanting to for so long um but lo and behold for many different reasons not for anything um negative or whatever the case it just didn't work out um and I don't know if I struggled more with the fact of the breakup that I thought that this was going to be my husband I was finally going to be able to give my kids something that I didn't have as a kid um and it kind of just hard um 
I think my biggest thing was struggling with not being able to give my kids a two-parent household really resonates from a place that I didn't have that as a kid um my mom was married twice um and she had like their relationships were like pretty strong or whatever her her second husband um I knew him probably for years um but I truly considered her first husband to be my stepfather um just in a sense of spending time doing things as a family x y and z um and I just felt like I I I wanted that for my children you know what I mean and I think with my daughter's dad um that really got in the way of knowing that we weren't good for each other we were toxic to one another um and our relationship overall was just very problematic but because and and I I I guess in a way I can potentially say the same thing for him that we wanted a family for our children that we that that is what took us so long to let go and to really realize that this isn't working neither one of us are happy um to officially decide okay we're gonna let this go you know what I mean because like I said there aren't men out there that just want multiple baby mamas and x y and z most of the men that I know or have personal relationships with um they want a family for their children you know um and like I said I think that that was just one of the biggest reasons why we um my daughter's dad and I we held on for so long was because we didn't want like a broken family you know we both had came from broken families and having um step parents and our moms or dads dating different people and x y and z and you kind of just want to bring some stability to your children's lives you know um and I think since then um obviously ultimately like I do still watch who I date and even people that um I consider to be a potential mate just looking at how they carry themselves if they have children uh, what are their relationships with their not only their children but with the mother of their child um and x y and z just because knowing going into situations um you have to watch how someone deals with their 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 counterpart meaning their other parent um and knowing what you're getting yourself into knowing how they how they handle they their children um how are they going to interact with your children um x y and z and i i just believe that it all plays a part um and even knowing that when you're dating when you're dating someone and this is speaking from a woman's perspective when you're dating someone um sometimes you may have to call your significant other out or your other parent out because of how they handle the mother of their children you know and I've even had someone that I've dated before um he had to kind of talk me through how I was handling the situation with uh, one of the fathers of my kids and he like you I don't one time he was like oh no you being too easy on him like not like you know what I'm saying like he needs to handle just as much responsibility and responsibility in this situation as you do and in another situation it was like no like you asking for too much like if y'all have already settled on this this and this like you know what I mean and he put things in perspective for me because in my head it's kind of like well I don't really care about x y and z but having to realize that in a co-parenting relationship if y'all are both invested in the best interest of the child um 
none of the other BS really matters. You know what I'm saying? You work it out what you can and you move forward. And I've kind of always been that person that's kind of been like, I'm not asking. I'll figure it out. If you offer, cool, but I'm not asking. And I had to get out of that because I didn't make a child by myself, you know? Um, And I also had to really put myself in a position to realize that whatever happened in those relationships, it didn't work out for a reason. So you, yes, you could have forced a family um, and then your kids would have saw you be miserable and unhappy. You know what I mean? But why would you want that? You know what I mean? You want your daughter to see you being loved correctly. You want your son being able to to see how to love a woman correctly so that when he starts dating. Um, and I think that those were my, my two biggest pieces with being able to kind of get over the mommy guilt. Like it's, it, it, I'm not even gonna lie, it does still get to me. Um, but just being in a place that when I am able to give my kids a two-parent household to give them the normality of a family, I guess from society standpoint, um, it'll come when it's supposed to. But I also don't want to give them a family just for the sake of saying, hey, we got a man in the house and he's not leading. You know what I mean? Then my son is seeing an example of something that I don't want him to see. So I do want it to be the correct example of a family. Um, And knowing that it took some time, but it's the right fit for us. Not just some, we just gonna throw this together and make it look like something and this is just what it is. I want him to see um, a man getting up and going to work every day to provide for his family. Um, Me as a woman, you know what I mean, taking care of the household. I want my daughter to see what it looks like to take care of the household and just us working together to provide for our family and to make sure that we are stable mentally, financially, emotionally, um, and knowing that even right now without a man in the household, that we are still a family. A mom, a son, and a daughter, they both, um, my daughter, when she goes to her dad's house, she sees she she sees another example of a family. Um, my son, when he goes with his dad, he sees another example of a family. But knowing that although we are not in that space, we are still a family with just us three. Um, and I think that that is the biggest and the greatest example of what I can teach them um, right now at this point and realizing that um as a mom, I'm doing the best that I can that um, I I didn't have a textbook to show me how to be a mom. I didn't have, um, and this is nothing negative towards my mom because she didn't have a great example, but I didn't have um, the greatest examples of being a mother, um, but I'm learning and I'm learning as I go and I can say, Um, I'm doing a damn good job and I'm proud of myself. Um, So I think that this, this Mother's Day um, and going into, I think just going into uh, holidays and treating ourselves and self-care, we got to learn that we deserve nice things too. Um, We have to learn that we are doing the best that we can and we have to learn that all things happen for a reason and in their own timing and to be gentle with ourselves and know that everything is going to work out the way that it's supposed to um so i love you guys thank you for tuning in and i will see you soon